Tugenda kusoma hiyo ebya wandikwa bitono tono. Um let us read Matthew chapter 9. Matayo esula ya mwenda and we read verse 27 to verses um 29. Matayo esula ya mwenda mwenda tusomoni nyolwa bilimo msanvu koma kula bilimo mwenda. I read in the name of the Lord. And when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this? They said unto him, Yea, Lord. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. Na Yesu bwayavayo abazibe ba maso babiri ne bamugoberera ngabogerera waguru ngabagama anti tusasiregwe omwana wa Daudi bwayatuka munju abazibe ba maso ne bajajali Yesu nabagama anti mukiriza nganyinzo okukola kino ne bamugama anti we wawo mukama wafe nalioka koma kumaso gabwe ngagama anti ngagama anti Ngabwe mukiriza kibereje muri bwekityo. Amen. Amina. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 5 to 6 we read it also but we can go through those two verses again. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God but without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him Abebulani esule 11 olinyirwa mkutano oruoku kiriza enoka yatwalibwa obutalaba kufa natalabika kubanga katonda yamutwala kubanga boyalinga tanamutwala yategezebwa okusimibwa katonda era kawataba kukiriza tekinzika kusimibwa kubanga ajeri katonda chimugwanira okukiriza nga katonda wali eranga yemugabi wempera eri aba bamunonya amen mina uh, you may have your seats musobola kwetulirako um let's pray Lord Jesus we ask that you come and take over tonight. Give us the word of life. And encourage us Lord. And also the brothers and sisters that could be with us on the streaming Lord. Just let the word of God have a perfect effect upon us. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. So as usual on Wednesday I speak for one hour. And I intend to do that tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. How many were blessed on Sunday? Amen. I believe that every service is a blessing to us. 
there something is happening on the inside. Amen. There's a change going on. Happening. I'm so today we are speaking on receive ye the Holy Ghost part 8. And uh, one brother was encouraging me and I appreciate that. He said uh, uh, speak as many parts on this subject as the Lord will lead you to speak. Until the purpose of God has been achieved. Amen. You know, the desire is that you receive the Holy Ghost. Um, so it's not about my titles here. Changing my titles is not like changing clothes. It's all about what you hear from the throne of God. And so every service has been different and special. And uh, I, I gave a few comments on Sunday regarding our vision about uh, getting our church land and, all, and I, I, I hope that somebody here is catching that vision. There is actually a brother, a fellow minister who was streaming the service from New Zealand. Uh, he, he was streaming us here. And so he sent me a testimony afterwards. And he said that he was blessed by those comments. That he was inspired. They themselves in their church, they don't have a place yet. Well. So I said he was inspired. Doesn't that encourage you? You know, sometimes we stream the services, they go, you do not know who will listen. It may just be a word or two. But it can impact someone completely on another continent somewhere. Amen. Mina. And so uh, with our vision, we are we are pressing on. Uh, and um, we already are uh, we have already improved from the last Sunday. I've been looking for the latest one, Brother Joel, but I think I can't find it. I don't know why, but um, I saw it, and we are we are about eight point. What is it? Eight point nine million. I say Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. We are pressing on. I said we are pressing on. We can do this. And we will do it. And uh, I believe before the end of this month, we should have passed the 10. Uh, our target is to hit and pass the 10 million mark. For this month alone. So that now in the following months we can have other targets. 
I will let you know when we get there. After we have hit the 10 million target. And uh, those who have not yet given and you want to give, please. Do not be left behind. We are pressing on. We believe our Lord is coming. And we, do, we are doing all that we can to prepare ourselves. And we believe he's calling many more in this area. And we need to have a place to receive them. Amen, Sister Grace. So that they can be prepared to meet the Lord together with us. And so I'm speaking on receive ye the Holy Ghost part 8. And uh, we will read John 20 once again. Then the same day at evening being the first day of the week when the doors were shut where the disciples, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so send I you. And when he had so said this, he breathed on them and he said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. And whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. Awe Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, I want to try to connect these scriptures which we have read tonight. And then read a few quotes. I believe that will be enough for tonight. And so in Matthew 9, Jesus came and found um, uh, two blind men followed him. These men were blind. Maybe they were blind from the time they were children. Maybe they were blind because of sickness. We do not know, but these men were blind. And as Jesus departed, they followed Jesus. And they were crying unto him, Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he came to, to, to them, uh, the Bible says he, 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 when he was coming to the house the blind men came to him I wanted to see this scenario Jesus comes to you but you really have to come to him there is a little effort that you have to put some people think it's all about God 
You see, the prophet says he's more willing to give you the Holy Ghost than you are willing. But the question is, why don't you have it? Because there is a little effort on your part. Amen. So these men they needed what Jesus had. And so the Bible says the blind men came to him. And then Jesus said unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to realize tonight that whatever it is you believe God for, he can give it to you. But you have to believe it. You have to believe for it. He is able to do it. Our God is able to fulfill his promise. Our God is more than able to do it. But we have to believe for it. There was a time when the children of Israel were going to take the promised land. And they had believed for it. That is why under Joshua they were able to march forward to the promised land. Because they believed for it. And so they were going to attain it. And they crossed Jordan. Why? Because they believe for it. But did you notice that after that, every inch of ground they took, they still had to believe for it. Believing does not end with confessing Jesus as your personal savior. Believing only begins by hearing. But it does not end there. Believing continues all our time as believers, as followers of Christ. And so these people, they cross Jordan. They cross Jordan. And when they, 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 they reach the other side, the first city they were to take was called Jericho. How many remember the Jericho story? And when they reached in Jericho, God told them some more things. He told them now, in Jericho, Jericho must fall. But I'm going to tell you what you are going to do. And you must do it. And Jericho will fall. He said you are going to go around Jericho. Seven times. There were specific instructions from the Lord. On how Jericho was going to fall. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. I want us to be Hallelujah. Are you following me so far? Amen.
Alright. So now Now, let's get back to Jericho. And so when the saints reached in Jericho, God told them, you have to go around. Now, I wanted to imagine that in, in warfare, like right now, Russia is attacking Ukraine. Imagine if the president of Russia, Putin, told his soldiers that the only thing you are going to do to take Ukraine you have to go around it. And then the last time you shout the the whole world will laugh at Russia. But the way God fights his battles is not the way men fight their battles. That's why we have to believe God. Amen. We have to take God at his word. No matter what others think, if God says it in his word, we have to believe it. We may look like fools, but if it is what his word says, then we have to believe it. So the people went around Jericho. They went around Jericho. And I believe when those people in Jericho were seeing them, they started to laugh at them. Do they even know the, how strong the walls of Jericho are? Do they even realize how strong this city is? Even if they broke the walls, do they know how mighty our army is? But our God, Amen, was stronger than all those armies and the walls of Jericho. And all these angels, and all his powers were in Jericho that day. But they were only at the masses of one thing. The believers taking God at his word. All his powers would then be activated. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you imagine? That if the believers would believe what God says, all the angels were there waiting. I'm not telling you a story, I'm telling you a reality which took place. All the angels were there in their places because none of the Jews actually went and literally. Pull down the words of Jericho. Their part was to believe God and to believe God was becoming a fool. So you have to become a fool for Christ in order for you to get the wisdom of God. They became fools and went around Jericho. They went around Jericho. They went around Jericho. Jericho. It was not easy to do that. It is not easy to believe God is one. It is not easy. It has never been easy to believe God is one. But they believed it. Don't think 
think they were going around a building. They were going around, imagine going around, for example, a place like the whole of Kampala. Going around it. I don't know how many times going around, around, around. They must have spent days and days and days. That's why no one touched them. Because it looked so foolish. It looked like nothing would happen. But something was already happening. Every time you believe God is one. It may seem as if nothing is happening. But you are moving towards your promise. That's why we have to continue believing. We have to continue coming to fellowship. We have to continue hearing the word of God. We have to continue praying. We have to continue believing. Even when nothing seems to be working. Why? Because something is suddenly happening. And these people, as they moved the, the last round, they, they did what God is what said. They shouted a shout of victory. That's why I believe believers shout. Hallelujah. Amen. Did you see the quote I sent you on the group today? How many saw it? You know, Brother Banam says. Fight with what is in your hands. If it is singing, sing the gospel. If you can't do nothing but whistle, whistle just as loud as you can for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Amen. If you can't do no more than pat your hands, pat them. Conquer with whatever you got in your hand. Clap them in such a way that all the neighbors will love you. We saw in such a way that all the denominations will know that you belong to Christ. Conquer them. Conquer them. Play the game fair. Play it right. Hallelujah. Amen. So whatever you have, if it is a shout for the Lord, you do it right. If it's a clap, you do it right. If it's singing, you do it right. You are conquering by doing that. Amen. Amen. That's how the children of Israel on the last day they shouted on the top of their voice. And the people I believe who were in the in, the, in Jericho they said, ha, these fools, they are now tired. And maybe they are shouting, telling Joshua, leave us alone. They are now demonstrating. <laughs> They are saying we are tired. But they did not know something was happening. There was something happening in that church. Let me tell you, church. Whenever you come to the Lord, even if you are in the house of the Lord, and the anointing of God comes on you, don't feel ashamed to shout. Don't feel ashamed to clap your hands. Don't feel ashamed to dance. Amen. Whatever you do, when you do it by revelation. Amen. There is some victory happening. There is 
conquering taking place there is healing taking place there is victory happening well, how does it happen it happens by what you do by revelation because you do it by faith and here these people where are they it, has, it had been revealed to them the two blind men that they should follow after Jesus I don't even know how they were following him seeing that they were blind men <laughs> I want you to understand this evening that believing God has never been easy. That's why one man said, oh, we believe but help our unbelief. And so we see that these men they were not having they were blind. They didn't have their sight. But when, as Jesus was departing, they followed him, crying. Why were they crying? Because they know they can't see. But they know Jesus is in the camp. And they were trying to attract Jesus' attention. They were too blind to see him. Maybe if they were not blind, they would approach him gently and speak to him. Can you please heal us? But they could not see. They were too weak and they, they were too blind to do that. So how did they do it? They shouted and they cried. I don't know. I have never seen how you look. I don't know what you can do. But I'm crying so that you can help me. And these people came to Jesus crying. Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was coming into the house, the blind men came to him. How did they come to him blind? They came to him by faith. Not by their sight. Not by what they saw. But they came to him by faith. They believed they were where he was. They believed they were where he was. <laughs> and then Jesus said unto them. Look at. Look at this question. Believe ye that I am able to do this? Church. Follow me closely here. I'm building something. The disciples believed Jesus. And Jesus knew that. But these blind men, they had shouted. Because look. It was Jesus who went after the disciples and called them. Yes, and they accepted. But these blind men, they shouted and cried, Help us, Lord! Son of David, help us! And then Jesus came. And when Jesus arrived in the house, they came close to him. They were still at their case. Help us! And then Jesus says, Believe ye that I'm able to do this? 
Another person would have said, Surely, do you really think we don't believe? We were crying when you were going. And now you have come because of our cry. And you really want to be sure whether we believe or not? So, I want to ask you a question. Did these men believe? Did they believe? They believe. But God, Jesus, he wanted an assurance from them. Believe ye that I am able to do this. Hallelujah. That's why I've told you here countless times that you may believe the Lord. And you have to take it out of your heart and put it on your lips. Your faith cannot only abide in your heart. Some of us need to learn how to praise, how to worship the Lord. Our praise has to come on our lips. If it is from the heart, and then it comes on the lips then it's going to be a powerful worship a powerful praise hey. and that kind moves the Lord into action you believe that brother Jesus wanted to hear Yes, he was not only satisfied with their crying and shouting. That is good. Their crying and shouting brought him. So that has its place. But when you get to touch the heart of God, Amen, then you have to put it on your lips. Amen. They said, Yeah, Lord. Yes, Lord, I believe. You believe you can receive the Holy Ghost? You didn't tell him, Lord, I believe I can receive the Holy Ghost. You didn't tell him, Lord, I need the Holy Ghost. How do you expect to receive the Holy Ghost when you have never even asked? The Lord. All you do is say, He knows I need it. He knows it because He knows my heart. Put it on your mouth. Amen. Put it on your mouth. Hallelujah. Amen. Let the cry go out. Let the shout go out. And then put it on your lips. Tell Him, Yeah, Lord. I need did you realize that some people we, sometimes we have people in the church who even feel embarrassed to open their mouth and speak to the Lord when we say let us go to prayer people just move around mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and then you expect God to give you the Holy Ghost these people were shouting. But even with the shouting, Jesus wanted to hear the words. What do you want? Tell me. So you need to learn how to pray. Don't pray like them out there in the denominations. They have to go in the house, close the room, and then speak in their hearts. They think that is how God hears prayer. They misinterpret the scripture. Put it on your lips. 
Speak. Yogera. Speak. Yogera. Tell him. Mugambe. He can hear. And when they spoke, then then touched he in he their eyes. And he said, Here is what I want you. According to your faith. According to your faith. Be it unto you. <laughs> Hallelujah. And their eyes were open. The Bible did not say, and we don't know what happened to them afterwards. But the Bible says, and their eyes were open. So this works, my brother. This works, my sister. When you come before the Lord in prayer, if you need something from the Lord, don't be shy. Ask from the Lord. And don't ask him small things. Ask him big things. Open your mouth. Open your heart. And ask him. Don't reserve yourself. Go before him. Cry out. Shout out. Amen. And whatever you do, do it with revelation. Then ask him. Tell him, Lord, I need healing. Lord, I need, I need the Holy Spirit. Lord, I need to be changed. Lord, I need to overcome this. Lord, I need to overcome that. Even the King David. He came before the Lord and he said, Oh Lord, do not take away your Holy Spirit from me. Create in me a clean heart. If David prayed in the heart, how would we have had those words? How would we have been encouraged? Your prayer will not only deliver you, your prayer will deliver somebody else. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh my, we are on the principles of receiving the Holy Ghost. And so we notice that these people had to speak. And then Jesus ascribed their speech with faith. He said, be it unto you according to your faith. Faith is by hearing the word of God. But in this case, it is Jesus who had to hear. Okay, you have faith. Okay, your Hallelujah. Let us not be shy. If you are married to somebody, don't be shy. Speak to them. Tell them, dear, you know what? I need a new dress. My husband, who else will I ask? I need a new dress. Some, some sisters are very shy. Even if I tell him, will he be able to do Even it? Even if I tell him, maybe, maybe. Do you realize it is your words which will give him the ability to do it? This is the principle. No, 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 no. And so here Wano. in Hebrews, he goes ahead and speaks about many, many giants of faith. And then he reaches verse 6. And he says, But without faith, it is impossible to please God. So if you don't have faith, 
You can never please God. Everything is by faith. Salvation is by faith. Healing is by faith. Even receiving the Holy Ghost is by faith. By faith. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. That he is. Tell somebody that he is. And there is a rewarder of them that diligently seek. Hallelujah. I want you to look at, uh, I want to read you something here. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. I want you to look at, uh, I, I, there's a brother who sent me, Brother Tim Prout sent me something that I, uh, I thought was uh, quite good to, for me to read for you. And I want to read it for you. Uh, it says, I was asked a que the question. How do I receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost? And it says, can you add anything to this to help an individual who is seeking the Holy Spirit to know uh, how to receive him? And he says, here is my response. And I thought it was a wonderful response, and I want to share that with you tonight. Maybe someone here has decided, but how can I receive the Holy Spirit? I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. How can I receive it? Now, the Apostle Paul laid it out pretty plain. He simply said, Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Then he stated it. Uh, he stated it was a promise that was to, to them and for their children and to them afar off. And as many as the Lord our God shall come. Are you following me, church? Now, these people who were asking of how to receive the Holy Spirit, he says, were already convinced of their need for it. They themselves, they realized they were in need. Have you ever realized that you need the Holy Spirit? If you are sick and you don't realize you need healing, you will not go to the hospital and you will die. You will not come for prayer and you will die. But if you realize you need help, then you seek for help. And help you shall get. I want us to see these principles. Very These people, they, they wanted to know how. What shall we do? They had a desire. God is, some people think that God is going to run after you. 
Please come. You must get the Holy Ghost. It doesn't work that way. Are you following me, child? He doesn't work that way. He doesn't run after you to fill you with the Holy Spirit. You must have the desire. When you come to church, Brother Branham, no wonder says that your expectation is what you gain. If you come expecting to see a living God, you will see a living God. If you come expecting to see something wonderful, that's where whenever we come to church, you must not just say, let me go and fellowship. When you are coming to church, come with an expectation that will create something come with an expectation of a presence of God of healing of power of signs and wonders of miracles of the promises of God if you have a problem come with an expectation that you are going to meet a living God if you have, if you have a, an issue that is bothering you come with an expectation that you are going to meet the end of your problem and these people who were asking of how to receive the Holy Spirit were already convinced of their need for it they also had already been convinced it was an experience that they wanted hey. hallelujah mm. faith plays a huge part because when you come to God you must believe that he is not that he was yali. oh might someday be you must believe when you come that he is yali. how many believe that tonight if you are here today hallelujah amen I don't have to excite you even. I don't have to do anything to you yourself. Your faith will put you in that atmosphere to receive the Holy Spirit, to receive your healing, to receive your provision. Amen. Amen. To receive whatever you need, physical or spiritual, it is that atmosphere which you enter in. But how do you enter into it? It's your mental attitude. But the says that your mental attitude about God's promises will bring it to pass. Your positive mental attitude. Hallelujah. Faith plays a huge part. Because when you come to God, you must believe that He is. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me go and pray. And maybe God will, will, will give me my desire in the future. Let me go and pray. Maybe God will, he will I believe he will heal me one day. Let me go and pray. I will see what he will do in the future.
How many believe God will do something in the future? Bame kango kirizanti maso mukama alinacha jokola mbisera bio maso. Wow. How many believe that? Bame kaba kirizetu. You don't believe you will work in the future? Mm. No, no, be, be yourself. You believe that? Oh, okay. yeah. God bless, God bless you all, honest brothers and sisters. God is going to bless you in the future. How many did God bless in the past? God bless you. This is wonderful. Our God blessed in the in the past. And our God will bless in the future. But that God the Bible says when you come to him you must believe that he is not he was and that he will be but that he is now hallelujah when I come to God I must believe that he is now He's going to fill me with the Holy Ghost. He's going to heal me. He's going to liberate me now. He's going to give me strength now. I am poor. He's going to make me rich now. He's going to make a way now. When you come to God, you must believe that He is. Hallelujah. May I believe that? Amen. He must believe that he is and that he is he will reward the diligent seeker. And I'm still reading this text. It says, you cannot receive anything from God except by faith. You must believe that it is available to you. Even for this our church land. This is maybe what I see that many of some have not seen yet. I believe this church land of ours is available to us. Give me a reason, even if it is one, why God should not give it to us. Is there any reason? But I have many reasons in the word of God. Which shows us. And which shows us. That our God. Is ready to give us every desire we have need of. How many believe that? You cannot receive anything from God except by faith. You must believe that it is available to you. And it is for God, and it is for God is calling you, and it is for God is calling you. And that He will give you, He will reward you as you diligently seek. So the Holy Spirit is a free gift. That God wants to give to you to receive it. It says God wants you to receive but it is something you must ask for. The Holy Spirit is a free gift. But you must know God is willing to give it to you. But it is something you must ask for. That's why many people don't, 
do believe, but they don't have the Holy Spirit. Because they don't ask him. The Bible says, ask and ye shall receive. Luke 11, 13 says, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Look. Ask him. Hallelujah. Put on your lips. Tell somebody, ask. You have to ask. Maybe one of you or some of you have never asked God to give them the you have to ask. And not just ask. Because say that you don't receive because you don't ask well. Agamba. Others just come. Lord, feel me. As they are doing what they are doing. He's on the phone. Lord, feel me. You children. Can you go and shout from there? Oh Lord, fill me with your spirit. You know? What kind of atmosphere is that? But you see this man, this blind man when they came to Jesus. What atmosphere were they in? Desperation. Oh God. Thank you. 
In faith, in desperation, and the Lord brought his eyes. While, while he was bringing their hands, these men were boiling in their hearts with expectation that they have asked and their prayer is going to be answered when they and they. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And Jesus, yes. amen, came to them and he placed his hand. I don't know how long it took. But what I know that they and then those men's eyes opened up. And while he was coming to lay his hands on them, they did not see him because they were blind. Amen, you may not see him when he's coming. You may not see your miracle when he's coming. You may not see breakthrough but when you ask from the Lord believe that is going to happen there and then hallelujah Amen. oh glory to God that's what faith is and if you then say so it begins with a sincere prayer Asking for the Holy Ghost. You see, that's where it begins. First, sins must be depended on. God cannot feel, God cannot, nor will he feel a vessel still filled with sin. He simply will not dwell together with devils. I believe that for sure. God cannot dwell together with devils. That the spirit of God come in you. Then another spirit of fornication and pride. That they will begin pushing each other. The Holy Spirit and other spirits. Can you go away? No, 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 you go aside. I have these two girls. Of recent, they did not want to sleep alone, so they started sharing their bed. So, they have a problem. They have a problem. That when they go, they want they, they, they want to share a bed. They also want to, to share a blanket. But they, when they get there, you know, they get over themselves. And, and I mean, you know, they start pulling the blankets. This one is saying, Ah, bring blanket. To the excellent when Sharon. Because when, we, when it is her turn to pray, and we tell her pray. And she says, Oh Lord, help us that we don't pull, pull. <laughs> she doesn't want to pull, pull the blanket. But you know, they are still in the flesh. You know, and, and, and so the, the, the flesh is usually having those kind of things. Malice and uh, all those things. And people think the Holy Spirit is going to be like that. You invite him in, in your heart. And yet you still have your desire. When we tell Shiba, 
Let us take your sister away to another bed. She didn't cry. Oh, I want her in my bed. So she's inviting her to her bed. But she's not willing to let go of her pride. If you don't want to let go of your pride, go of those little devils that you are happening in your life. It could be as small as a devil of, of lying. Hatred. It could even be some kind of uh, evil minds and, and, and things like that. Uh, you, you know, a hatred for one another. Envy. You want to you want to have what somebody else has. And, and you know, things like that, the works of the flesh shows that truly the devil is still harboring in you. And then you ask God, give me the Holy Spirit. How do you expect him to come and compete? With those little devils in you. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. Amen, Brother Solomon. The Holy Ghost does not compete for space. How many believe that? You don't want to go to for prayers. You, you, the things of God don't interest you. You are not moved by them. And yet, you always, you, 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 you always pray, oh God, give me the Holy Spirit. He simply will not dwell together with devils. Habits are evil spirits. Habits are evil spirits. I thought I believed that. But I believe it indeed. So if you have habits, bad habits, and you are having them in your heart, and you are having them in your life, you can never receive the Holy Ghost. Because he is not going to come and compete with those bad habits. You have to give them up. They must be laid on the altar. And you must die out to your sins. You must die out your sin. And you must die out the sin nature. Who is the devil? And I've been dealing with the sin nature for several services now. You must die on the altar. What is that altar? Listen, church. What is that altar? It's the altar of self-sacrifice. Sacrifice those habits. Sacrifice those things that give you temporary joy. Sacrifice those things that make you happy, but for a little while. Give them up for the Lord Jesus. Surrender them. Then you must yield yourself to God to be filled with His Spirit. No more your way. 
raising your hands as a sign of surrender. Amen. Then begin to thank God for his gift you are receiving. Yielding to the spirit is now so important. Surrendering all that you are to God. And then accept the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. I thought that was a very good thing to read for you. That can be a good way of how to receive the Holy Spirit. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Yes, we have heard so much of what, that it's God who does it. We have actually said it here on the It's God's work. But actually, tonight I wanted you to know that there is a part that you have to play. You have to ask. You have to believe. You have to repent and confess your sins. You have to give up your habits. You have to create that atmosphere. You have faith in what God has said. Regardless of what you feel. Hallelujah. Amen. How many think that that is a good thing they are hearing tonight? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. There's something I want to read for you tonight as I finish. In the message, the seventh seal. Read about the six, uh, the threefold purpose of the sixth seal. And we know that sixth seal is actually tribulation. Brother Barnum says, um, now we are in the gap. Sorry, now we are into the the age of the ego. The revelation to be revealed. The whole thing. Now compare this with revelation in the tenth chapter. Verses 1 to 7. And we will see here in this revelation that in the days of the voice of the sounding of the seventh angel's message, it was to finish the mysteries of God. Now we find out also in this that this. That the sixth seal now being opened, it was for a threefold purpose. Tell somebody a threefold purpose. Now, here was the purposes. The first thing was that the sleeping virgins had to go through the tribulation period for purification. She had to be purged of her sins of unbelief and rejecting the message. This she was done in the tribulation period. We see they wind up over here in Revelation 7 between the 6th and 7th chapter here that she had been purged and she'd been given her role. Now, she's not the bride, but it's the church, the pure people that didn't have the opportunity maybe to receive the message. 
in some way they were blinded by these false prophets and they did get a chance and yet they are really sincere in heart and God knows their heart and here they are purged during the tribulation period. that's one of the purposes of the tribulation period is to purge the foolish virgin. Hallelujah. Amen. The foolish virgins receive eternal life. But they are not in the pride. And they are not in the rapture. But they receive eternal life. Amen. And they get purified through the tribulation period. And these people, the prophet says, they are not the bride but they are those people that maybe did not get an opportunity to hear the message or oh, they were blinded by this false prophet but yet they were pure in their heart so God is a righteous judge he, he gives them a chance through the tribulation hallelujah Amen. But if you are hearing my words tonight and you are not in the pride, you can never be a foolish virgin. Because there is no way you can hear the message and you are counted among the foolish virgins. Because the foolish virgin does not get a chance and an opportunity to hear the message the way you are hearing it. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you think you are going to be here and fail to go in the rapture and you appear among the foolish virgins, I'm sorry for you. You will be in the worst situation. The Bible says unto whom, unto whom that he has had much, much will be required of him. Oh, friends, the only way for you is to receive the Holy Ghost, is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't think of another option. There is no other option. There is no other way. If you are left for the rapture, you are doomed forever. Therefore, you have an opportunity tonight to receive the Holy Ghost instead of being left behind. Oh, God, give us your spirit tonight. Oh, God. Hallelujah. And he says, you notice that another purging time that is for Israel. When she gathers, that is the second fold. God purges Israel in the tribulation period. Out of the million that will gather there, there will be a selected 144,000. 
and they will be God is purging Israel. Hallelujah. Amen. So we see that is another group. This is the elect among the Jews. Remember they never had an opportunity under the seventh angel's message. And so after the rapture, God had to give, give them a chance. And he sent them Moses and Elijah. And this brought them the same message which our messenger brought to us. And Brother Branham says, please receive the same message that you receive. And they receive the same Holy Ghost that you receive. But they are not in the bride. But they are servants to the bride. And, and so these are also purged in the tribulation. So in other words, whoever misses out to receive the Holy Ghost, now they can never go in the now, notice there is a whole earth also to be purged. There will be such a thing that the moon, the stars, and all nature will be purged. You see what it is? The earth is renewing herself. Being purged. Getting ready for the millennium. And the millennium is coming up. And everything that's got any filth in it is to be purged during the sixth seal. So the purpose of a sixth seal again the purpose is to purge the earth. The earth is going to be purged. What do you think the nuclear warheads are for? They are to purge the earth. The earth has to be prepared for the millennium. The bride will be the millennium. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. And we see friends. We don't have to be in, in the millennium, in the in the in the, in the uh, tribulation period. We see the Pentecostals. All the charismatics. And the full gospel. gospel. They took the breast of, of denominationally. Instead of a word back. They were given to the they were given the open word. But when they accepted speaking in tongues as the initial evidence, they denied the word back. But this bride is receiving a word back. A word back which is giving them the nature of Christ. A word back that is amen changing their nature amen a word birth which we now know that the evidence of the Holy Spirit is to believe the word faith 
In the word of God, in the true evidence of the Holy Spirit. And we know there are many evidences of the Spirit of God. Speaking in tongues is one of them. Prophecy is one of them. Amen. Shouting is one of them. And all the other signs. All those we can call them evidences. But not the ultimate evidence. The Pentecostals told it as the ultimate evidence. That if you do not have it, you do not have the Holy Ghost. But we now know we can even have it you don't have the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the message of the hour. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to believe that message. All of it. Amen. Mina. So that you will change me so much that I will even come to a place Amen. that I will speak in time that I will prophesy. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then I can surely know that is an evidence of the Holy Spirit. I did not say be, but that's an evidence of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Well, there's much to talk about. How many have learned something? New? Amen. Get up on your feet. And I'm going to continue with this series. When I return from Ethiopia, the Lord willing, um, I will not be here on Friday and Sunday and Wednesday. Actually, yeah. I pray that you remember me in prayers. And also, you come and be in the meetings. Support the ministers. Uh, stand behind them. Uh, as usual, Brother Martin will be uh, around to help me. He will be standing with Brother Henry and the other ministers. Stand behind them, support the work. And uh, let us prepare ourselves for the coming of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Sing
Sin. 